Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, hey, hey. Hi. <laughs> we're back. We're black. We're brown. This is Tiffany. What's up, girl? It's Mandy. Did you miss us? I know. We saw some of your tweets, and this is Brown Ambition. If you got stumbled here by mistake and don't realize where you are. But I saw some um tweets, like some someone said, which I thought was so cute, that um I'm just over here refreshing the screen, even though I know no, no new um, podcast is coming today, but you never know. Just refreshing my screen. <laughs> I was like, oh. One week, one week, y'all, one week. We've never taken a long hiatus. Yes. We know week. how you guys, you know how you guys love to listen and we love that you listen. And so we are back. Barely. So I've been in sh- delightful Charlotte, North Carolina all week. Barely made it back. All these flight delays and stuff. Yikes. Um, these like I had a, we had a company kind of offsite where we had we have uh, workers all over the country so we brought them all together for an offsite. We just acquired this website called Student Loan Hero. So some of you guys, if a student loan debt, may be aware of Student Loan Hero. They're actually they're really cool. They they created a um, platform where you could load all your student loans into one place and like you know keep tabs on them because. I don't know, kids who graduate today graduate with like 16 different loans with four different loan servicers and all that. Um, So they've done a lot of great work helping people pay off their student loan debt. And we're so excited to work with them, blah, blah, blah. But here's what happened. So Mandy Woodruff, I think about like who I used to be when I was a kid and like how deeply shy and deeply introverted I was. And Mm -hmm. for me to have survived a week like this, I just feel like, man, you really can grow and evolve. It can happen for anybody. If I can get through this week, anybody can do anything. Um, but by the time we we wrap things up on Friday after like constant presentations and sessions and talking and dinners and talking and people and uh, um, I had to book myself a self-care massage. Oh. Like I scooted on out. I like slid out of the co- the last thing of the day. I was like, and goodbye. And I took a lift to get a massage and just be in a dark room for an hour and a half was much needed. Sometimes it's just it's just it's just overwhelming. Depending on, I mean, I know everyone says they're an introvert now, but it can be really overwhelming. Depending on like the, I think for anybody, even if you are, I guess extroverts love all that. But yeah, I can just see you being like this, this too much. It's like me being hugged all day long. It's like okay, okay. It's. I mean, it's not like introvert. I mean, some people think introvert just means you're really shy and like you don't like people, and that's not what it means. It just it's about where you get your energy from. And for introverts, you can get you can enjoy talking to people, but it actually drains your energy, and you need to re- to re-energize. You need to be alone and to be like thoughtful and quiet. Whereas an extrovert, they get their energy from those human interactions. It like charges them up. 
Um, so it's just, it's just a different way, but, but the, what I've learned, especially cause I've done a couple of like management trainings and personality tests and stuff is that it does, that does, that's not your only story. It's not like, because I, at my natural core, um, get really exhausted by talking to a lot of people and like giving presentations and being out there, out there. It doesn't mean that I'm bad at what I do. It just means like, I can learn to work with okay. it. I can learn okay. to push myself and I push myself all the time. I mean, just to be a manager in general, you have to push yourself to, 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 to break out of my natural state of being, which is like me in a dark corner of a room, you know, being alone, like that's not going to help me succeed. But it's, it's like recognizing and being self-aware of where your weaknesses are and then working really hard to be self-aware and to correct yourself um, so that you can be the person you need to be for the job that you have. And that's... It's- what I've had to learn. Basically, be best. Be best. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, me and Mandy were having like a little side conversation. I mean, not to laugh at the first lady, but to laugh at the first lady. Um, she Her platform is anti-bullying, which I guess is the opposite of what we're doing right now. <laughs> but she, I mean, <laughs> she, she can take it. Yes. And she... So if you guys, it was like literally months and months and months ago where like, I guess she addressed like, this is going to be my platform, which is like cyberbullying or whatever. And she encouraged children to be best, not be the best, not be your best, but be best. Be best. And so, you know, we just think that that's hilarious. So <laughs> I you just don't know what it means. <laughs> I, know. I think you're going to hear us randomly just like spit out be best. And just because it's hilarious. It's only been May. I mean, months and months and months. It's only a couple months ago. <laughs> I so know. Much has but happened. I like, ah, be best. Um, you know, Manny, you went to, have you, you've been to Sojo Spa, right? Cause you, when you said spa, it made Ooh, me think of. Yes. I like Sojo Spa in, in Edgewater, New Jersey. Yes. Lovely place. Oh my God. So I took Superman there for his birthday and oh. it was, it was so nice, honestly. Cause he was like, oh, you know, I, I asked him, what did you want? And he was like, honestly, I just want a massage. And I said, okay. So like, you know, he said, we could just go to massage envy. I'm like, no, it's your birthday. Let's do something special. And so he, I surprised him and he was like, whoa. I just I I had never been and I was like, whoa, that place is gorgeous. It's beautiful and clean. Yes. So, so many clean. different levels and rooms and steam oh. rooms and salt rooms. It's great. It was everything. And then I I splurged on a a, a couple's massage, a 90-minute couple's, which basically yes. was like oh, so you, you could got buy a little a- massage too. Nice. Yeah, I know. Look, you see how I did that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, for your birthday, we we shall get a massage. Yo, it- <laughs> The massage was so good. Why did we both fall asleep? And I woke up first. I you didn't did. even know I fell asleep. And I hear him snoring and I'm giggling. And he, <laughs> he said, what you laughing at? You were snoring too? I'm like, no, I wasn't. Yo, you, we were both in there snoring. How can you fall asleep? I'm like, I'm like 5% very alert because someone's literally rubbing near your butt the whole time. Like, I don't know. I can't. I'm just like, I'm 95% relaxed and 5% of me is like, you're very awfully close to my butt crack right now. <laughs> yeah, You know what it is? I was so exhausted yeah. and tired. And so it just, I didn't realize like how, like how like the last week, a couple of weeks have been just like, you know, just being like a lot of work. And mm-hmm. so, and because no, I've, I've gotten massage before and I've never fallen asleep, but I, and honestly, I didn't even think I fell asleep. Like I remember thinking in my head, probably in my dream, like, you know, like this is really nice, but I wonder if I'm going to go to sleep. Meanwhile, I was asleep thinking that, Aww. but um yeah, it was everything. It was like you said, beautiful, clean night. I mean, it's a grip. You know, it's not like for, for the massages, I, the day pass is not too, too bad if you really use it, but like to get a massage, I was like, Oh, are, am I making a down payment on a house? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, but it was honestly, it was a really good time. He had a great birthday and he got promoted. 
Why he did? Awesome. Yeah. On on his day off, you know how people get fired on the day off. <laughs> he got promoted because he took the day off. He got promoted on his day off. He's gonna be running a whole site to himself. He's a super now, and I'm like, oh, look, a Superman is a super. Making moves. I know. I'm super proud of him because he's been wanting to do that for a while, and. You know, I mean, and honestly, he was already excellent at what he did. And now they're like, well, now you'll have a team of like, so he's like all like freaked out because he's going from like, you know, kind of just managing himself and maybe like one or two people to like having a full site of like hundreds of units to manage and having a staff of like 15. Oh, I, so, feel, I feel him on that. If he, needs, if he needs any commiseration, any links, any management trainings, I'm with him. But just trust, gonna, tell him, trust his instincts. He knows what he's doing. Yes. And so I just saw, I was like, you know, the good thing is like, like you literally came from the other side. So one of the things we're going to do tonight is just kind of like make a list of like managers he's had before that he thought were like all of them. And then talk about like what traits were really were great and what traits weren't so great. So yes. he could, start to, you know, like kind of figure out like, you know, how, what is his management style? And I said, honestly, you learn best with time, but you want to start well because you don't want to start to, oh, I'm your homeboy. And then everybody runs all over you. And you don't want to start as like, everybody must do what I say. And everybody hates you and says, no, we're not, you know? So yeah, there's a, there's a balance to strike. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it's been, it's been good, but I know your birthday is coming up. It's your birth. Well, it will have passed by the time folks listen to this. I mean, yeah, it may be, it may be coming up in a couple days. I'm at peace with it. What you going to do? I don't know. I feel like my 30th birthday, I just really I did this huge dinner with my family and friends. And I feel like that could last me for the next five birthdays. (laughs) I just want to get the permit so we can start our renovation. Work has never been crazier. Like this next week, honestly, I I don't even know if we're doing anything. I'm leaving it up to husband to do something. And even if we don't, it's not a big deal. But I feel like my my birthday reward is going to be doing a good job at work this week because it's a really important week for us, bringing two teams together who have never worked together. And, um, yeah, it's a lot of challenges. Uh, I, I, feel, I feel good in my 30s. Yeah, it's going, it's going okay. I'm telling you, 30s, it's, 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 you know, be best. This is where be it best. is. <laughs> so, no, I'm going on a vacay, though. Oh, a much-needed vacay. I have I've never needed a vacation like I've needed this vacation. I'm and so I'm going jelly. to – Santorini, Greece, which is like the most I've been before. I went, I want to say like three years ago, my sister and I, we went to um, Istanbul. Uh, we went to Athens and we went to Santorini. And this is great website, honestly, called um, europeandestinations.com. Okay. And, and I love it because you can, you can like kind of like book your itinerary. Like, I think we paid at the time, we paid like $1,200 for three different cities, including flight and hotel. And I made sure to pick hotels that had food included. And so it's just a great, but that's not where I didn't book that this time. Cause it was just too close. I, I literally booked the day before. And I used my, um, that chase card is like the gift that keeps on giving that we, um, that we got that you, the chase, is it the venture card that we have? What's the sound? I don't know. It was so funny when you were telling me before, you're like, it's my chase adventure card. <laughs> that's not what it's called. <laughs> Chase Sapphire Reserve card, and oh, you yeah. booked it through the Ultimate Rewards Portal. <laughs> yes, I did. I was like, yeah, my adventure card. Yo, honestly, more and more I turn it to my dad every day. He just wants to, he just give things titles. Like, oh, you know. You're like, that's not what it's called, Dad. He's like, but you got the hint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's my Chase Good Time card, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
And so I, um, the flight, you know, I didn't have to pay for it at all. Thank goodness. Cause it was not cheap. And I had not, honestly, I had not used my flight points from my card in a while. Like I've been using the flight points from my, like I use United. So like I racked up points with, with them. So I'm glad I saved them. Cause it cost me every single point, which is mm-hmm. fine. And then the whole, we found an Airbnb because myself and two of my friends are going, we found an Airbnb and, um, like, um, and it's basically like a hundred bucks a night, not eat, well, not all together, but each, I think it was like 300 bucks a night, but that was the cheapest one. And honestly, it's a villa and it's beautiful. Cause I didn't realize this is, I guess, peak travel time right now. And, um, in um, Greece. And so we were looking at things that were like 800, a thousand dollars a night. And I was like, uh, I'll be home. And so this, this, I think she had a last minute cancellation, this woman's villa. And so we got it really inexpensive. So I was like, yay, flight paid for hotel. Not too bad. A hundred bucks a night. I'll be there five nights. So that's 500 bucks. So not too bad. And then the food I found when I went last time, the um, restaurants really weren't that expensive. So I feel like, uh, like the trip altogether will definitely be under a thousand dollars out of pocket. Um, and I'm going to be out there being my best, living my best life. You mentioned social media earlier, and I just I just saw the most passive aggressive t- uh, tweet from one of our listeners. Should we do some shout outs real quick? Yes, let's do some shout outs. <laughs> so first, this is from at wait a second, what's her name? At Gold Digger two thousand eighteen. Okay, <laughs> she said, "What podcast do you recommend? I need to listen to some while waiting for the next episode of your shows at the podcast it, <laughs> at Lovey." <laughs> we get it it was one week we're sorry don't be leaving yes. us for other shows right now <laughs> yeah she's like because mm. clearly y'all y'all not trying to be we're like we are it's just that you know sometimes things happen we literally like never miss a show never. you know so um what was i saw a cute one let me see let's see this one's a little from a little while ago oh this is cute toy toy um she she's um her um twitter handle is toy toy rn um, she said, now listening to every episode of Brown Ambition, um, after listening to the Budgetista, I was on this podcast called The Friend Zone, and I mentioned us. Oh, okay. you listen to every episode? Um, and then someone else, uh, Sim, Sim40Sim says, Brown Ambition, po- you guys use the hashtag, Brown Ambition Podcast has so much info. Take a peek, people, and get the good good. Yes, hashtag great tips, hashtag the real deal. Okay, Sim Sim. She said, get that good, good. I don't know if good, good means what I think it means to her. But okay. Whatever you need, we provide it. Over here on the Instagram, I posted, I was so excited by this news that um, um, Octavia Spencer, has she won an Oscar? Yeah, she won for The Help, right? Oscar-winning actress Octavia Spencer is going to star in, she's going to be Madam C.J. Walker, like a biopic. Yes. Which is being produced somehow by LeBron James. I don't know. It sounds like a lot of magic happening. Um, So I posted that news and at Nestle and Sage said, this is the kind of news that fills my heart with joy. And at Buzzy Beacom says, yes. So that's it. Is that good? I don't know. That's kind of like caveman. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No. You guys are (laughs) awesome. Remember, we love, love, love to hear from you. So if you're going to tweet us, definitely use the hashtag Brown Ambition. And we are at the BA podcast on um, Twitter and on Instagram. We are, what are we on Instagram? At Brown Ambition podcast. 
Yeah. So, you know, head over to that. Follow us on um, Instagram. Leave some comments under our pictures so we can shout you out. And definitely tweet us um, so we can shout you out that way, too. A lot of folks have also been tagging us in posts of, that they think we'll like, and that's really fun, too. They're like, yes. oh, have this girl on your podcast. She paid off a lot of debt. So those are nice, too. So tag us and stuff. Get us our attention. Get a, get our attention. We check. We read. We do. And honestly, what have you been getting this? People have been sending us, like, um brown boost, brown break suggestions. I love that. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, mine is easy and quick. So I'll go first because I'm not sure what your boost is going to be. And I don't want it to be mine. So I want to have my first. Okay. <laughs> so my boost is, you spoke of LeBron. And I just want to say, LeBron James, we love you. Um, so LeBron, if you've been living under a rock, is a very famous and well-known basketball player. Some say top top. um three of our time, which I would tend to agree, although I do not do the sports. Um, he started a school in Akron, Ohio, where he grew up, called the I Promise School. And it is amazing. Here's some of the highlights. It focuses on accelerated learning, provides job placement for assist, a job placement assistance for parents, has on has an on-site food bank, supports students with stress from economic causes, gives every student a bike to escape da- dangerous parts of the city, um, guarantees free college tuition to the University of Akron um, to all graduates starting in 2021. So I believe, like most schools, it started it's starting off like well, many new schools start off with like one or two grades. I think this is third and fourth grade, and then every year they add on a new um, a new um, uh, grade level. But like, there's even more to this. Like they have like just what I love, and this is what I've always said. Like me as a teacher, I said like if I was going to create something for students, you have to include the parents because I don't care how much you teach. It's one of the reasons why I started started the Budgetista because I was teaching the kids at school, and the parents were coming struggling, and then they would ask me to borrow money, whatever, and I would say, you know what? During nap time, when your kids are asleep, come in and I'll help you budget. I'll show you how to save because I recognize that like it's not just you. If you're wanting to change a student's life. It can't just happen in the classroom. They have a bigger life beyond that. And I just love that LeBron and whoever has been helping him understands that in order to really help the child, you have to help the whole family. And I just love that they have all of this stuff for like kids and the family. I think this is amazing. You know, amazing. How, is it a public school or private? Like, how do you get into it? Um, it says it's an Akron-based nonprofit school. So I don't know what that means. I've heard different. I bet I've you heard, have to apply. Yes. And it's, it's, it's the thing is he's partnered with public school. So I don't know exactly what kind of school it is. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I believe, so what he's specifically looking to do is boosting achievement for younger students with, from disadvantaged backgrounds. So this is not one of those schools where they're trying to skim the cream of the crop, like the kids that are already killing it. They're literally looking for kids that are struggling and saying, you come here. Maybe I'll move my kids to Akron. What about you? Oh, you know, I'm fine. What about me? Um, so I, 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 I have to do a boost for. I don't think I've done this boost before of the specific. Um, so one of the things I've learned, like I was talking a little bit about my personality and how that's influenced my work environment, and maybe I kind of buy into the squishiness of like different work personalities a little too much, but I don't care because I feel like this really is important to understand. So. If you ever work with people and you just like don't feel like you speak their language or you're always having conflict 
or you're on a conference call and you just don't know why they won't shut up and get to the point. Or you're like, man, why is this person talking to me? This could be an email instead of a meeting. Like all those little micro aggressions that happen, like not micro aggression, but those little small things um, at work that drive you absolutely bananas and make you hate your job. I feel like if we understood if everyone had to do this disc training that we have been doing, uh, that we do at my company, um, and I've done twice with my team, if everyone had to do this disc training and learn exactly what kind of personality profile the other people in their work organization have, I feel like it would totally change the way we work with each other. And I'll give you a quick example. Um, and I know that my managing editor listens to my podcast and she's probably like, oh God, you're telling the story to your podcast <laughs> listeners. Um, so my managing editor is... We're both like very goal oriented, very task driven. Like we just get shit done. Um, I love that about her. Um, but I am like a get shit done in a quiet way kind of person. Like I just want to be turned around, like just like at my computer working really hard. Everything's in my, I'm all in my head. You know, I have my to-do list and my task list. And she's the kind of person who wants to get shit done, but like talk about it. And when when we first uh, hired her about a year ago, you know, in the morning she would come in and she'd, and we kind of sit back to back and, um, you know, we'd talk, you know, how to say hi, good morning, whatever. And then throughout the day it would be like, oh, tap, tap, hey, you know, doing this, but do you think da, 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 da. And it had to be a whole conversation. And I would just be like, yes, mm hmm, uh huh, mm hmm. Why are you, t like, you, you know what you, you know what you need to do. Just like do it. Why do we have the conversation about it? And it was, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like this huge conflict, but it, it, we didn't, we weren't like communicating properly. And then we did this thing called the DISC assessment, D-I-S-C. And this, I just was reading up on it. Actually, it's based on the work of the guy who invented Wonder Woman. Isn't really? That, yeah. Isn't that random? Some William Marston, I think his name was. So he was actually, he also um, developed the first polygraph test. So he used to, and you know how Wonder Woman has her little like chain that she throws on people, and if it hits you, you tell the truth. Yes. Yeah. So that's so he invented the Wonder Wonder Woman, and also his um, psychology works were the foundation of DISC training. And DISC is all about these four different characteristics of um, uh, human behavior and emotion. So the D stands for dominance. The I stands for inducement. Um, so how you get what you want, uh, S stands for submission and C stands for compliance. And um, the disc training kind of, you answer, it's very short. I like it a lot better than like, I don't know if you ever done Myers-Briggs. Yeah, and I haven't, but I heard how long that takes. Yeah, that's like the that's like the one that's the personality test people have been doing for decades. Um, it feels like so it's a million questions. It's kind of convoluted. Disc is like something maybe twenty something questions. It's super short, and you basically get you learn where you're at on a spectrum for each of these letters. So I'm super super high D, and D is like you have a uh, you dominate, you control, you're task driven, you're a risk taker. You know, you get shit done. And on the other side, that's a C, I'm super high on the C side. And that is conscientiousness. So it, it means that I, I'm very like process driven. I want to think things through. I want to get things right. I want to do my research, do my homework. And that's what I use to execute my, the D side of myself. So where I lack and where, where it's funny, the I and the C, the I and the S in the middle, I is basically like my interacting with other people, my social aspect, um, you know, uh, being the first one to talk to people in the morning, like forming human relationships. So I am like rock bottom on that level. And then the the S is the service driven. So that's like wanting to help people, wanting to be supportive, um, you know, kind of being, I don't know if selfless is the right word. And I'm obviously not trained to do disc training. So people who are trained do a way better job of explaining it. 
but I'm, I'm a, I'm a get shit done in a quiet way kind of person. And like, I'm really low on the I and the S. And what I found is that my managing editor is high also in the D, like the get shit done level, but really high on I. So she's like chatty. She wants to talk things through. Okay. And that was when we, when we got our trainings, we were like, oh, so that's how we're different. And yes. it's not like either one of us is wrong, but we were not community. Like we needed, like I needed to come down to her level a little bit, not down to her level. That sounds bad, but meet her in the middle. And she needed to like meet me in the middle. And okay. it's something that I think we've both, we both walked away from like learning how to communicate a little bit better with each other. You know, now I know, you know, my, my managing editor and I just keep calling her out and um, I'm sure she's like <laughs> rolling her eyes right now, but um, <laughs> I know my, you know, I have to, even though it takes effort <laughs> and I don't like to be fake. I don't like to, I like to be genuine. And even though I have to like physically remind myself, okay, if we need to have a five minute conversation about, you know, whatever, before we get to the real point of this conversation, it's okay. It's a small thing. It's yeah. a small price to pay for me not making her feel like shit, you know, to make her feel good about yeah. that interaction. Um, so I'm just, no, you're right. It yeah. And it's funny when you meet somebody who's like, so because I'm thinking of like my CFO, Rachel, yo, she and I are both like chatterboxes. So we do a lot of like, yeah, girl. And and so when I speak to like and Logan, I'm not sure if you listen, but when I speak to Logan, I can tell Logan being like, what is Tiffany talking about? Because like, I'm the type that like, so how was your weekend? And Logan's like, okay, everything's good. So, um, we need to, and I'm realizing like, but Rachel and I might spend a good 20 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Ooh, I know you're an IS. I can just already tell. Yeah. But like, and so, I mean, but it's such a pleasure. I mean, not that it's not a pleasure to speak to like anyone else on my team. It is, but it's like, it's, I could tell that we are so much alike in that way, but literally like, you know, Rachel wants all of our financial thing and she kills it. But one of the reasons why it, it to me, it works so well is because she's so in alignment with the way I like to communicate. So even as we're having like normal conversation, she's pulling what she needs for, for the financial team, you know? And yeah. so, yeah, I just think that that, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to take it. That's exciting. I'm, I actually sent myself a little note to remember. I love it. I'm a, I'm a fan. And you know what's really cool is, and this is the last thing I'll say about it because I keep going on and on. And they're not paying me. Don't worry. They, <laughs> um, my, my HR coordinator, because like we had three new or three or four new hires or, like this time in February, like six months ago or eight months ago. God, it's already August. Um, and they took the disc assessment soon after they started and they were all kind of like, I don't know if I really agree with my results. It feels kind of weird. And disc is really meant to like judge your, your personality, but also like how you interact in your work environment. And our HR person said that it's important, like if you let yourself settle into a job, so if you're brand new, your personality may change because in the beginning, you're like not really sure of yourself. You don't know what you're doing. You're getting to know your colleagues. Your personality may be a little bit different than at the beginning than it would be like six months later or 12 months later. So okay. keep that in mind. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. There you go. All then, right. then this is your uh, benefits lesson from Andy Woodruff here. <laughs> HR <laughs> Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. 
State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. questions. I love the questions because you guys always ask really great questions. I have my mind like, wait, okay, wait, okay, wait. So what okay, wait questions do we have this week? I was just skimming that we have like, we have at least a dozen, but we'll just do a few. But I was it was funny because we got so many anonymous ones this time. And I was like, oh, we're getting to the nitty gritty. Right? Ooh, y'all want to know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. Which one do I want to read first? Let me let me read this. So this person wants to remain remain anonymous. Um, She says, I have not checked my credit in three years. I know, I know, I know. It's just I'm always concerned about entering my social security number and other identifying information on the internet, especially with all the data breaches that have occurred. Can you please recommend a good way and or company that I can trust to check my credit and get an accurate report? Also, I've heard I should check my credit every year, but is that just a myth or completely true? Thank you for your help. I've got my mother hooked on your podcast as well. Oh, let's Moms call her Betty. Daughters. Right? Let's call her Betty. Okay, I like that Betty. <laughs> okay, right. Betty. So one of my suggestions would be, I actually like, like if you're wanting like your true, 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 true credit score, you can, and you're nervous, you can literally go to your bank and be like, Hey, like, you know, they could, they could do a credit pull for you. Um, but know that if they do it, then it's going to be a hard inquiry. Cause I've done that before. Like when I was looking for like a mortgage, whatever, I've just gone to the bank to get like my like full out credit score. Um, but, you know, the, I don't know, like, there's a bunch of, like, credit reporting agencies, but my favorite, like, well, not credit reporting agencies, but my favorite um, free one that I have found to be the most accurate, that um that X actually your FICO score is Discover has one. You don't have to have a Discover card, because I don't have a Discover card. I know they're not paying me. Not yet, though. But um, <laughs> if you go to uh, creditscorecard.com, and you don't have to put in your full social, I think just the last four digits, because they have to identify it to you, obviously. Mm-hmm. But creditscorecard.com, I actually like them. And when I got my, my I, I, I use all of them. I tried them all. And when I went to the bank to get what the bank pulled, creditscorecard.com with, from Discover was the exact same one that the bank gave me. So I was like, woohoo! And, and, and that's never happened before with the other ones. So that's the, that's the one that I, those, those are my two suggestions. I'm glad that you said that. I love Discover Scorecard. We actually point people to Discover Scorecard all the time at Magnify Money. Um, it's a great tool. And there's a lot of way. I mean, I know you're scared about data breaches now. Um, I'm not going to pretend like they're never going to happen. Um, but by not checking your credit report, how are you going to know that you've been breached? Like, how are you going to even be aware that something's happened? There's errors on your report or someone's stolen your credit if you're not actually staying on top of it. So I really recommend you start checking your credit and you don't have to do, you know, back in the day, you used to have to go to all three credit bureaus or go to annualcreditreport.com and download your report for free once a year. But now you don't even have to do, you know, those extra steps. You can sign up for, you know, um, my company lending tree has a platform called called My Lending Tree. They actually pull in all your credit accounts in one place so you can look at it. There's Credit Karma. There's Credit.com. There's all these different tools out there that make it very simple for you to monitor your credit in a free, simple way. And they can alert you, for example, if a new credit card was opened on your account. And you can be like, oh yeah, that's that, you know, 
that's the personal loan that I took out last month. Or, oh shit, someone opened a Macy's card. I need yep. to immediately report this dispute, this era, error to the credit bureaus. Um, I know through the My Lending Tree app, you can like immediately dispute an error with TransUnion right through the app and just go to the website and do it. Um, so there's so many new, it's a whole new world. There's all these really easy tools. But just be clear on like what's a credit report and what's a credit score. Because I think you're yes. going back and forth. So like the, I think Tiffany does my favorite description of what a credit score and report is. You do like the GPA thing. Yeah. So yeah. Do it, do it, do it. I love it. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> oh, God. We're so – We are. We're too much. So <laughs> your credit score um, – what I say that your credit score is that it's your financial GPA and it basically – if oh, look at me. Like, yo, what, what – how do I say it? I'm like, yo, oh baby, put God, me on the Sorry. <laughs> You got this. Um, yeah. So it's like your, it's basically it's your financial GPA. So all of your, your choices that you've made over time, but especially um, the, the emphasis is really on the last two years of your financial choices, of your financial choices as it relates to borrowing and, and paying back money. So that's what you're, you're really going to see. Your score is going to report that. Um, and your credit report is like your transcript in that it really goes deep into like, well, on this, you were 30 days late here, 90 days late here, on time here. So it really breaks it down. So just remember how it was in school. So people ask all the time. They ask me and Mandy, you know, like if I were to do this one thing, will my credit score jump 10 points, 100 points? And there's no way for Mandy and I to know because it, your GPA, that's like asking, you know, if I get an A in Spanish senior year, will my overall GPA go up? And it it might, but depending on the other grades you previously got, because really your credit score, like a GPA, is a, is an, um, it has to take into account all of your grades. But like I said, with your credit score, it's really the last two years that they have the most focus on. So there's no way to know what one thing is going to do. The more grades you have, meaning the more good or bad marks you have in your credit score, credit report, the less one thing is going to make a difference. So like my husband, when I met him, his credit score wasn't the greatest. It was like a... a 530 or something like that or six something and but he only had just a handful of things on his credit report so he did like two or three really good things and it immediately raised his credit score over 100 points because he didn't have many grades to factor into his GPA now if you've got 30 different grades then one good thing is not going to offset all of the other grades you're going to have to do multiple good things like paying down your credit card every month paying it off in full um making good choices being on time with your with your um with your um the people that you owe you're going to have to do multiple things in order to make an effect so and cleaning up your credit by paying attention to your credit report will yes. help so if you spot errors I had no idea when I moved to New York City that there was a fraudulent credit card opened under my name and I got denied for an apartment and I never knew because I never checked my credit um, and wow. it was dragging my score. It was dragging everything down. So check it, check it, check it. It's so easy. And I'll post links to all the tools we talked about um, on our site and in the, in the show notes for this episode. So thank you for that question. Don't be afraid. I mean, data breaches happen um, and I'll, I'll send a link to about some ways that you can react if you're credit score is stolen. Um, at this point, I'm kind of operating in a world where it's going to happen. Just be prepared to act, you know, yes. if, if your data is stolen. Um, so, okay, thank you. So another anonymous question. This person says, I have a thousand questions about getting my money together, but here's one. 
I finally, all caps, paid off my secured Capital One credit card, which had a very high APR. It's the only credit card I've had since I filed bankruptcy back in 2012. This is not a card that has any benefits at all, no balance transfers or anything. And I still don't qualify for for a traditional credit card because my credit score is not strong enough. Currently, it's at 568. Now that I paid this card off, I'm sure my my credit score will start to increase. Should I close the card down or keep it open so I have revolving credit available? She says, I've finally been approved for a personal loan from one main financial to consolidate um, some debt. The loan is worth $6,000 at a very high APR. So this is kind of like two questions. So she has a secured credit card um, and now she's come back and said that she must have other debt that she's trying to consolidate. Um, So she says, I've finally been approved for a personal loan from one main financial to consolidate debt. The loan is $6,000 at a very high 29% APR (gasps) with monthly payments of $160 for 36 months. The loan would be used to pay down a few accounts and collections and help to increase my credit score by paying down some outstanding debt. What are your thoughts on this? Would you accept this offer? So this is a lot to unpack. She has yeah. filed bankruptcy. She took out a secured card, but it sounds like she still has some accounts and collections. Yes. Um, I mean, that was six years ago. So it's not like it's not unheard of that people who file bankruptcy fall back into debt. It's okay. very easy. Yes. Um, but now she has this personal loan through. So have you heard of One Main Financial? No, I was going to say, have you heard of it before? I have, yeah. Mag- We've done a review of One Main Financial and Magnify Money. It's actually, they have a lot of storefronts across the country. They're actually a, a bank you can walk into and personally get a person. You actually have to walk into the bank, I'm pretty sure, in one okay. of their branches to get a personal loan. And they typically work with people in the subprime credit category. So, I mean, she says she has a 568 credit score. It's very difficult to get qualified for a personal loan when your score is under even 680. Okay. Um, and one main financial, while that APR is high, 29%, and they do charge, in a lot of cases, some origination fees, it could be so much worse. There are okay. so many worse banks you could work with. Um, I feel, you know, one main financial, and of course, I'm not a financial planner, not a financial advisor, but, and, you know, among the the lenders that we've reviewed who work with people with poor credit, um, they're, I would say, one of the better ones. Um, and at an APR of 29%, I've seen ones that have triple digit APRs easily or what? they, yes, or their origination fees are so high that it kind of, or they charge these really high upfront fees that mirror that kind of hide, um, that they make up for, you know, they, they use it to make up for maybe advertising a lower rate. Um, so it's good that you're looking at the rate, um, your monthly payments at 160 for 36 months. The benefit there is that, okay, you know exactly how much you owe. It's never going to change because it's a fixed loan. Um, that's how personal loans work. Um, and everything is kind of upfront. What I would say is you're only going to know if one main financial is a good deal if you also shop at a couple of other lenders and see what they offer you. And if you do, if you do your homework and you um, try to see what other approvals you can get from other lenders and then you realize, okay, this one main financial offer actually is the best I'm getting or, oh, hey, this lender's actually offering me with a much lower APR, then you that'll help you determine what the best option is for you. Um, one main financial at 29%. I mean, I think they go up to like 36% okay. um, APR. So it seems like that's a – and especially for a 568 credit score, you know, okay. decent. But you have to, I would say, compare your options to other lenders. I can You can go to LendingTree.com or MagnifyMoney.com. We each have – um, tools where you can um, 
possibly review offers from different lenders um, and do some shopping. It takes some extra homework, but you know, there's only one way to find out. It's not like I can tell you, oh, you can go to this bank or that bank because I don't, you know, each bank has their own criteria and you need to actually apply to see what you're going to get. You know, and, and as far as the other card, honestly, I probably wouldn't close. I think she asked a question about should she keep it or close it? I probably wouldn't yeah, close this, it. This is a secured card. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I because I, you want to keep that your utilization. So utilization is basically the difference between how much money you could borrow from your credit cards by swiping and using it versus how much you actually do borrow. So if you're, if you're maxed out, your utilization is a hundred percent, which is really bad. You want utilization to be at maximum, really 30%. Meaning if you have a hundred dollar limit, your balance is no more than $30 at a time. Um, so I probably, cause I've had cards like that where the interest rate is not so great, but I've kept them. Like I have a bank of America card. The interest rate is not for it's in comparison to my other cards. It's not so great, but it's a card that I've had, since like literally like my third year in college um and the um the um the limit is super high because i've had it for so long so i keep it to offset any other card that i might use so like it keeps because utilization is the average of your cards Mm. so i i would just keep it and kind of like hold on to it and even what you could do which actually has helped me raise my credit score is that one card you can like I put Netflix on on that card, that Bank of America card. So every month Netflix charges that card for like eight bucks a month or whatever. And then I have what my bank account pay it off automatically every month. So I have like this like loop that I don't have to do anything with, like charge the card, pay it off automatically. So that way the card is used every month and paid off every month in full. And then I leave my card home. That's what I would do. Ah, oh, that's smart. Yeah, and she's had it since 2012, well, apparently. I don't know when she's how long she's had it for, but if it's her only credit card, yeah. I mean, if you get rid of that, then your your average age of credit history is really going to plummet, which can impact your score. Um, yeah, exactly. I realize these, these, these questions were sent back to back on the same day, so it's almost like when she really said she had a 1,000 questions, she meant it. Um, <laughs> and real quick, just another thought on the personal loan thing. Um, as you're comparing offers um, from lenders. She's talking about consolidating her debt. So also consider, yes, the APR um, with this loan, 29% sounds high. You know, there's actually store credit cards that have APRs that high. So it's not outrageous, but um, that's true. Yeah. But like also consider, look at the loans that you're going to be consolidating. And if they're, if they have APRs that high or higher, um, think about how much money you'll save by going with this debt consolidation loan. I mean, hopefully it's something. Um, and especially if it can help you take those accounts out of collections and, you know, um, you know, consolidate, make your payments easier, you know, maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's worth it. Just, just consider everything, not just the the APR and the monthly payment and all that jazz. Yeah. So I hope we answer two of your a thousand questions. Good question. Somebody lay us, you got like three questions in, in one there. So you got that off. You got that off. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thank you so much. And everybody, you can email us your questions at Brown Ambition. Wait, yeah. Brown Ambition Podcast at gmail.com or, or hit us up at brownambitionpodcast.com. Ask us anything at the top of the site.
The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.